Welcome to Clydesdale Media, fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off the checkout at c4energy.com. The 2023 Season Series with some amazing athletes. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. Welcome, everybody, to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. My name is Scott Switch. I'm the Clydesdale. This is the 2023 season series where we are following a handful of athletes all the way from the open to wherever they make it through the season. And today is Matt Poulin's day. What's going on, Matt? It is my day. Grateful I have my day. Every day is your day. Named after me. Yeah. <laughs> You're right, right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, every day is your day. So, um, mentality. it's good mentality. La- last we spoke, last we spoke, we had kind of left off about last season and you going into semifinals a little more trashed than you would have liked to have been. And so, I want to, I want to break that down a little bit. So, Absolutely. do you think? So, I'm going to ask a couple questions here. One, do you think you overtrained going into semis? B, do you think it was a nutrition thing? Um, or three, was it I'm just throwing letters and numbers together. I don't even know what this outline <laughs> yeah. looks like at the end. Um, and then or at, finally, was it um a nervousness anxiety thing? Let's see, let's see. Um you know, like I never haven't thought in. I thought about it uh, too in depth. Um, I don't, I wouldn't say maybe not the overtraining per se. Um, Cause like you, you have to do what you gotta do. Like you gotta, you gotta push yourself to, if you want to get where you want to go. Um, maybe like back then, like I was still working. So like, those are very long days. Those are 12, 13, 14 hour days from by the time you wake up by the time you get home. Um, and so for doing that for, you know, handful of years, but also I think like, so last year was the, I like last year, I, the, my, my mentality was like, this is, this is like the year, like we're going to go to the games. Like you got to practice in 2021 and still do pretty well. And so like, this is the year it's going to line up. Um, and so with that, obviously pushing, and investing all of your physical energy and mental energy, you know, in, into that. Um, maybe, well, maybe it was a lot on top of, yeah, having to work um, through the dead heat of the summer as well, or almost summer. So, you know, working in, uh, in a warehouse where it gets a hundred, 110 degrees and then trying to go work out in that. So um, nutrition, I, I wouldn't say so much. I think it was pretty like I'm pretty fortunate um, to have a great nutritionist with Greg and his company, Myobrain. Uh, always very intentional with checking in with me, make sure I need what I need. Um, so I wouldn't say it was that. I just think maybe it was just it's just the, you know, the continuous 12, 14 hour days of just nonstop, just especially with my line of work for having to manage such a hectic environment. Like it's not it's not getting to go sit down at a desk and, you know, I guess have this little zone out times here and there. It was, I 
I'm, I'm in charge of this and I got to be alert and uh, anything can happen at any time. And if I got to be ready for it. And so um, that's probably the most I've thought about it. And I, I think I could amount it up to that. Um, and, and you have no control over the environmental conditions that you are in, in your full-time job. No, absolutely not. Like I said, I think being a, being in management and an operations, um, logistics company, like you, you can plan the best you can, but then kind of once things start, you're just like in reactive mode and, um, you got to be able to react and problem solve quickly and come up with solutions very quickly and until it's done. And so that's just kind of, you know, a handful of hours, however long your, your sword is of just nonstop, um, just brain churning energy still turning like some days i'm having to hop in and i'm having to pick up hundreds and hundreds and packages uh myself and loading those things because people didn't show up to work and uh it was just it was starting to take a toll i think after i remember just me and l sat down and talked a little bit after semis last year and i think i straight up told him like hey man i don't like i don't know if i could do another year of this like another year of waking up early, killing yourself in the gym, going to work, killing yourself, coming back like for the 14 hours a day. Like I, I've been doing that for so long. Um, and maybe not with the, like me, the first few years, not with the intentionality of like, okay, we're going to go to the games, but the last few years, yes. And that takes a lot of time and energy and resources, all the, all the things, all the things that you see all the other athletes talk about, um, to say what it takes. Um, that, yeah, obviously it's all, that's all true. Gosh, I want there, there's two avenues I want to go. I'm going to go this one first. You said that the 2022 was like when it was all lined up and that was when it was all supposed to happen. Do you think you put a lot of pressure on yourself um, to make it happen in that year? <clears throat> um, <clears throat> sorry. I actually reflecting back to last year, I don't really think so. I think, um, I think when you're at that point where you think it's a, like you're pretty confident for sure, like that it's going to happen. It's more of like a, just kind of checking your box, you know, like kind of hitting your check marks that I, this is what I got to do. And I'm just going to kind of line them up and check them off one by one. This one, this event, this workout, this workout, um, I'd say there's more maybe this year, maybe a little more of that pressure to do it because last year we didn't. And kind of, we talked about last year, how a lot of, or not a lot people in the CrossFit space are expecting me to be, to be there. And like, and so um, obviously you can use that as fuel and I'm working on using that as fuel, but I don't know, last year was kind of a, I don't know. I think it was more of a come out season for me. Like kind of was able to get one year of it under my belt of like the full competing season that I've ever had. And, and I just felt like where I was already at then I was pretty confident that, um, okay. After that, under my belt, feeling how it felt, how, like how there's, how it feels to go about the year, how it is to be in an in-life competition that big. Cause the West coast class, that was the biggest competition I've ever been a part of. And to kind of get that, feeling off you know just to be familiar with it um is very uh 
helpful and beneficial. So I just stopped by year two, just where I was at progressing. And I was like, okay, this is, this is it. This is the time um, you're able to do this. Yeah. So we, we talked to Jeff Adler a couple weeks ago and he's like seven, eight years into this thing now, I think. And they're still having a hard time pinpointing the peak. And he attributes it to like, he lives in Canada when, when the snow clears, like it's go time. He wants to go, but really he's learning that he can't go that cause that will peak him too early. And last year he believes he peaked at semis and not the games. And it's such a fine dial that you have to get there and tweak and turn like, are you looking at those things with L and trying to make sure that, that you're peaking at the, at the exact right time of the year? Yeah. I, I think depending what tier of athlete you're at, right. You have your top of the top level games, athletes, your quote unquote, just game athletes, guys who are there. Um, and then, you know, technically I'm still on the cusp of the people who are trying to get there on the brink. And so I think everyone's peak, their quote unquote peak or peaks is a little different throughout the year. So, you know, someone like him is, well, you know, established in the CrossFit games community, obviously been there a handful of times already. It's, you know, it's kind of one of those things. I think once you get there, it's kind of more of like, okay, I've done this. And every single year, it's just goal is the games or like focus is primarily in the games, you know, for someone who hasn't, you know, walked that walk yet, hasn't done it. I guess it's kind of like, yeah, you're planning in our heads, like, okay, for this, we're going to do for the games, but it's still like, Hey, we got to like, we still got, I got a peak still first, even semis to be able to find a spot for the games. And so, um, that's like, I think, I think everyone's story is a little different depending on kind of where you are at with your, um, just like experience and, and just kind of like the tier level that you're, you're at. So yeah, that being said, it's always kind of like a sense. Yeah. Yes. It's like a mini, I would say a mini, but I, yeah, like I said, you got a peak for semis still. Like you still got to get there, especially now the way the, how competitive it's getting, like it's, it's not a cakewalk. Well, his, his partner, Caroline is a coach for an athlete who hasn't made it yet. And their peaks, she needs to peak them at different times of the year. She even admitted it yes. on the show. So where I'm getting at with this is when I first talked to you, you were doing a lot of analysis of what it would take to get from the seventies, sixties of the open to the top of the open. And you did that right last year. Do you think maybe that peaked you a little early and then you weren't able to recover for semis and now you really have to focus on peaking for semis and not quarters or the open? Mm. Uh, I wouldn't say that so much last year. Like I think I mentioned it not with, not intentionally. I think last year getting second in the open was a, I guess you can say quote unquote accident. Uh, we just went in every week and did our best and obviously that best landed us at the top. So it's not like we was going in trying to peak for this. Um, I think, you know, I feel like we're throwing the word peak out there a lot. Like we need to tie We need to in a bit, like, I feel like you kind of need a, peak a tad bit for quarterfinals though as well and just as and i think some everyone's uh take on this is a little different because i didn't 
this is where I learned from last year, even though I thought everything was going to line up last year, but I took for um, granted kind of quarterfinals. So a, is it, I don't know. Is it easy for like a uh, athlete who has their minds on the games to go get to a semifinal to get through quarters through semis? Yes. But what I learned last year was that I didn't realize how important seating is though in the quarters. And that's something that, you know, other, I'm sure athletes who've been there are probably like, well, duh, I could have told you that. But just last year I didn't. And something's out of my control on that. I think uh, I got penalized on that pistol workout with a lot of people. Um, that I totally agree on it. It is what it is. But that knocked me down a good bit. And then uh, with the overall strength test, it had an overhead squat, which is by far my worst lift. Um, so I couldn't control a lot of those things. But looking back, like I found myself starting barely starting in the second heat of the semifinal based on my quarterfinal seating. And with that realized that, Oh, there's a lot, there's a huge benefit with always going into the last heat. Um, and obviously knowing that when you're in the competition, but like I could take it even a step further of like, well, how does the seating work before the competition? It's like, Oh, that's from quarters. Like you got to make sure you're in the last heat just to start the weekend. Uh, Cause who knows what, advantages lie uh with that so that's what i did learn from last year to where i think you need to i or at least me personally i'm gonna try to intentionally tadly peak for quarters because i need to make sure that i'm going to be on that last heat for uh semifinals this year that's going to be even huge more huge this year because with 60 athletes in a semi yeah yeah you don't want to be down in that bottom that, that's a that's a big hill to climb yeah yeah it's definitely so learn that from last year um which yeah i'm not upset about is what it is as long as you're learning on your journey um that's all that matters so let's talk about this week's workout um it gets announced <clears throat> uh shuttle runs yeah. and burpee pull-ups yes. and then a one rep max thruster what are your what were your initial thoughts when you saw that um, I'm good at burpees, um, a burpee pull up, like for, you know, a, a athlete, my level is the movements relatively easy, but to do it for volume and obviously with intensity, honestly, not something we have really done too many of if really ever. Um, so a lot of warming up for it for me was getting my foot plate, just get my foot placement, my technique, how I want to go about this. Um, there's a lot more time spending on that than I thought. Uh, when it comes to the shuttle runs, uh, I like the R with the R. Um, just keep a stride count in your head. Try to hit that throughout the workout. Um, and then the max thruster, um, once again, kind of, I don't know. It is, it is what it is. It's something that, you know, a lot of people probably don't max out a lot. Um, I had an idea where I was going to be at. And so I was like, well, let's. I don't, you never know when you have a, you know, an intense um, Metcon before a lift, how that goes. And so I just looked at it and I'm like, okay, this will be, like I said, another, this will be a good one for, a good one for me. Um, but with that being said, as I said on last segment, I, or the last little piece, there were definitely some, I learned last year and then I just learned a little bit this week. Uh, luckily it was in the open, so not too much on the line, but uh, had a, made made a mistake that i learned from that will definitely um 
note moving forward if we have burpee pull-ups. So, so you get through the week. Um, I, I haven't looked at the leaderboard today. It's been a crazy day for me here. Um, you happy with where you are just trying to get top 10% move on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like if I'm being honest, I think my, <clears throat> I think these were probably actually at least the first part was my worst open performance I've done. Um, I said the mistake I made was, I don't know how to phrase it, but the mistake I made was I did not take advantage of the rule of the height of the bar. I just figured a jump is a jump. Um, you know, not going to, it. Uh, yeah, what's the difference between a few inches? Well, I learned out, I learned quickly that a few inches um, definitely makes a difference on those. Uh, so if I ever, like I said, once again, if, if I ever go back again, or if it's a weight, yeah, if I do that again with the standard of a burpee pull up, I'm going to definitely maximize the height, um, the height standard or of the bar in a workout, because I found myself, my, having my bar about four inches over my reach, didn't think it would affect me too much. Um, but I found out in the round of 15 that it was affecting me a little more than it should. So, um, Glimpses of me so, thought like, oh, oh, sorry. So I, I'm, I'm like somewhat happy with my score um, because I'm like, okay, well, if I have a bar more suited for me, I could definitely probably score significantly um, better. On yeah, this. that is that is significantly higher than most people's bars. Yeah, you are saw. actually like there's a pause. I'm doing on your jump pull-ups. up because yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh I learned, gosh, yeah, Matt. yeah, yeah. I learned my lesson. I, uh, and Hey, whether that's, I don't know. And it, it's yeah. I, yeah, I learned my lesson. If it's, Hey, this is quarterfinals. We got a little more weight on it. Absolutely. I'll take the time to, to take advantage of that, but I just figured it's an open workout. Uh, but also just by sheer lack of, I guess my knowledge, I didn't think a few inches would make that much a difference. Um, so I wasn't going to get the dang, the, <clears throat> the drill, um, the drill out and try to t move the bar down or, uh, move mats around. I was just like, yeah, we'll hit it. Um, but that being said though, I PR'd my thruster on the second bit. And so that's why, that's why I also was hesitant to redo it. Cause I'm like, well, like my score was good enough. Um, but I'm like, if I redo it again and I get pretty decent on the first part, am I going to PR my thruster again who knows and in the end is it worth it or should I just start training again and get ready for quarters so so what what was your score at the end of the day? uh I think it was 100 156 I got one shuttle after the 30 burpees so um obviously I would okay. like to have gotten to the round of 35 um so I'll make sure that happens next time and I'll make sure that bar is closer to my hands so what are we looking at here? A little stretching out, a little kind of, you know, sharing with people, some kind of pre pre-workout, just typical loosening up, warming up drills, like what to, yeah. and I had, I put some kind of pointers to this, like what to focus on. And, um, when it comes to kind of a workout like this, I think even when I found in my gym, a lot of people were putting, man, I'm seeing people trying to max out in their warm up on their thruster thinking like, you know, I got to try to get, I'm like, no guys, you just got to hit something you're comfortable with 75, 80%. And like, you're going to be plenty warm by the time you get to that thruster. So it's, 
Um, I saw numerous people just taxing themselves, warming up for the thruster before they even in the workout. And so, um, but yeah, just a little video, just kind of sharing people. Like, so I think that was my last, my warm up thruster, my last one. I think so. I think of what, 235. And I'm like, okay, that felt pretty easy. Felt pretty good. Um, I got the stimulus I needed. Let's start getting ready for the, the actual workout. So what did you end up hitting? Uh, 275, which I'm not going to downplay it. That's say hey, I'm happy with that for me. Um, that's, yeah, that's a PR, um, for me and I'm just getting even better at, um, kind of explosive movements. So, um, yeah, I'm happy with that. Awesome. Well, so we are over halfway done with the open already. Are you, are you relieved? They were kind of on the downhill slide and just let's get to quarters. Yeah, let's just, yeah, let's get to quarters. Um, be interesting to see what the last week is. feel like we still haven't, I feel like everybody says this once you get to last week, but we haven't hit a lot of the, a lot, or so a lot of movements that we typically see. And so I'm sure the last one will always be fun. It's usually probably, it'll probably be a little shorter, more painful because that's usually the last week. Um, and then, yeah, let's just get to quarters. I'm just kind of more so planning out how I want to do quarters this year. I've always just done quarters here at my home gym, which has a huge advantage going, just doing it where you're comfortable. Um, but also weighing the option and probably leaning towards, I might make a trip down to Louisiana and kind of hit it with, uh, with Elks. I think he has a few other guys he's bringing in. So to kind of have like, obviously I have a huge, great support staff here. Um, but to have the person who knows exactly what I'm kind of capable of and what I need to do, having them there in person, um, cause is also an advantage. So we might try something, uh, different this year. And so kind of just planning that out on how many early, how many days earlier I need to go. Um, cause last time I took that trip to Louisiana, I took, I won't make this, well, this was a mistake. I took my wife's car and she has a FJ cruiser and cool car but it is not a great car for a 11 hour drive and so i found myself just in pain like my back was just lit up for the entire weekend when i went to the southlands camp um so if i go down again i'm going to take my truck because my truck is a little definitely a better well not gas mileage wise but it's more comfortable to sit in for a long time and so uh little things once again just always learning little things like that knowing what kind of vehicle to to take if you're traveling what's gonna um, yeah, what's going to allow you to feel best after traveling? Cause I don't know what it is this past year traveling has kind of affected me a lot more than it has even a handful of years ago. Um, when it comes to kind of just getting taxed, um, like I remember my trip to Wadapalooza this year was just, I was just drained. Like, I felt like I was drained the next day too, where there usually hasn't been such an issue for me. So maybe that's happening with age, but um, anyway, so more things to think about. Is that something you're going to consider for Pasadena? I mean, that's, that's going to be a flight across the country for you and maybe a couple days earlier than you anticipated. Yeah. Uh, so have, yeah, I've mulled over a few ideas with that. Um, <clears throat> age, <laughs> that's what it is. Um, so when it was West, when it's in Vegas, West Coast, we actually drove out there because I figured just because I hate flying, I feel like the the balance, the 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 time takes driving 
um, is and the boredom outweighs the stress levels I incur. I feel when I am in a plane. So I'll take a few more days of traveling in a car if I'm comfortable and I feel like I'm safe rather than being up in a plane. Um, but for this year, Pasadena is a bit, well, to Vegas from Oklahoma was still, I think it was like 18 hours. It was still a long drive. And Pasadena, it's, we're still going. So I think it's like closer to 2021. 20, so don't know if we're going to drive. I did have the idea, um, and this got shot down quickly based on price, was to take, see if we can take a sleeper train. I feel like that would be kind of cool, like a few few day trip, just chilling out in a train, getting to see a different uh, different parts of the country, you know, and found out to get an actual like sleeper uh, bunk or room. Uh, it's it's for that trip is like two thousand dollars a person. And so I'm like, yeah, that's not happening. Um, and so it looks like we will most likely probably just fly. Um nice part about me not you know being stuck to the corporate job anymore is that yeah i could like based off a of budget i can leave earlier i don't have to time up my vacation days and make sure i have x amount for this so maybe it's something yeah if we compete friday saturday sunday which most likely will maybe show up um monday then maybe i think the last two I'm, times i show up, um i'm hearing it's thursday friday saturday sunday four days oh shit all right Hey, I've is that yeah, because, I've not seen that because of the volume of oh, people, um, yeah. athletes, mm. they need the extra day to get everybody through. Maybe because what that have as what that many format events. looks like for each, like what it looks like. Maybe team goes on Thursday, mm. and individual doesn't start till Friday. I don't know. Who knows? Well, I was thinking because I my for I've never been a part of a competition that's sixty people, and I guess that kind of. Um, I think that's happened in the else told me that's happened before in the past. And so what you just see is I would expect just a big competition floor of heats of 20 rather than heats of 10. Um, cause you kind of see that sometimes you got Wadapalooza, right? We got Bafe or whatever the main stage is like you run a big heat like that. Um, so it wouldn't, I feel like that Please wouldn't no. throw off. <laughs> That'd be, I, I guess, yeah, as a commentator, someone who's trying to analyze it, that would probably be difficult as a fan. That yeah, is that pure chaos. Yeah. You can't pick out people. I mean, Waterpalooza yeah. is great for the atmosphere and all that stuff, but I only, you only get to see half the floor. True. So if something big's happening on the other half. Yeah. You're out of the, you're, you're right, right on top too. Yeah. You're right. So anyway, I didn't know uh, what's well, good to know. I guess I should research more quarterfinal date or uh, semifinal dates, but yeah, the North American and European semifinals are booked for four days. But don't all the semifinals have the same amount of people? It's just the number of semis? Nope. No, so all the other ones have 30. Really? So the, those three have 60, but you all have the same workout. Okay. So it's not like yeah. they're reducing the yeah. number of workouts down. It's they have to, you may, they just may be spread out or you do team one day and you finish Sunday with just an individual or mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look into that, but Hey, more days, more fun. So yeah. Yeah. And it, it's actually like a better prep for the games because yeah, definitely. If absolutely. you make it to the games, it's a longer event. You get a, get a little taste of that before you do it. True. That's a good point. Yeah. Like saying your games, you're pushing on five, five days or, or sometime. Yeah. Four or five days. So that'll be good practice. Well, Matt, 
awesome again to hang out with you this week. Uh, we'll do it again next week at this same time. Um, and we'll see what 23.3 brings. And then it'll be over. When we talk next week, no more open. We're on to bigger and better things. No more open. We're getting ready for quarterfinals. We'll hopefully have a quarterfinals plan. And we'll, uh, yeah, we're going to try to be on top of that leaderboard for that. All right, man. Well, we'll see you next time right here on the Clydesdale Media Presents, the athletes of the 23 CrossFit Games season. (laughs) 